0: Hi everybody, thanks for joining me here on Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, the founder of Bare Bones Yoga. I am a yoga teacher with many years of experience, a certified personal trainer, and an entrepreneur. My mission is to show you how to get confident, speak clearly, feel authentic, grow your impact, earn your worth, and build a community. For years I've been working with teachers in my signature program, the Yoga Anatomy Blueprint Learning Program, and I've seen so many teachers transform and I can help you get there too. On the podcast, you'll hear anatomy lessons, stories from teachers, interviews with others in the field, and a dose of personal development. In addition to the podcast, don't forget to also follow me on Instagram and TikTok, for daily videos on teaching topics. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, and I am so excited to be here. This is episode 220. I'm actually looking at my notes here to see what episode it is because, yeah, it's episode 220. And I am just so excited to be here because this is the first episode of 2023. Now, truth be told, I am recording this. on December 30th of 2022. It's going to go live though next week. So you're going to hear this anytime after January 2nd, uh, 2023. So I'm kind of time traveling. Um, This is just such an amazing time of year. I, I just love, I'm not A huge holiday person. However, I am a huge manifestation and positive outlook and goal setting person. And so the energy around the beginning of the year, every year for me, is just a time filled with magic and possibility. So I'm just really psyched. Uh, Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. And then there's New Year's Day and I just am just so, so excited. Plus the weather here in Boston right now is, is really quite warm. So um, I'm thinking, of course, of all the people in Buffalo, New York, who I know they've just undergone a massive storm and all the people during the holidays that got stuck in the Southwest Airlines debacle, just, oh my goodness. If you're one of those people, I hope that you're home now and safe and um And getting things back on track. So, I wanted to do this episode, of course, with a focus on all things possible in the new year. And this is going to be just kind of a quick primer to get the wheels in motion. And whether you're the kind of person like me who loves to jump on the goal-setting train, or maybe you're the kind of person who's somewhere in the middle, or maybe you're the kind of person who really doesn't set goals, doesn't like goals, you know, maybe doesn't like the perceived pressure of setting goals in the new year and just the energy of the new year, this will hopefully provide you with some guidance and some ideas and some inspiration, you know, regardless of where you are on that spectrum. And notice I I really didn't use the word, um, God, what is it? Uh, Resolution, New Year's resolution, because that is something that is sort of tired. (laughs) I think as a concept, I would much rather think about you know, be, what can we do? What can each of us do to, I I call them goals. I know sometimes even that is sometimes a, a word that brings up certain ideas and, and thoughts in people. So call it whatever you want. It's really a matter of how can we leverage the energy of this time of year to move forward. And that's really what it is. I mean, it's coming to me right now as I'm talking it through with you. It's really moving forward. That's all this is. It's how can we, you know, you, me, how can we move forward in our lives so that we're not stagnant and worse so that we're not regressing? We're not moving Backwards. And so that's really no matter what you call it, it really boils down to moving forward. And of course, here on the podcast, I speak to you as a yoga teacher, teacher to teacher. And while these themes we're going to cover, especially in today's episode, cover topics of life and topics of personal growth, they always can be um, not so much attributed, they always can apply, they can be applicable to what we do as yoga teachers because let's face it if our life is in disarray we can't go in and teach effectively it's it's so intrinsically linked who we are and how we are and how we carry ourselves and how we hold ourselves out there and what we think about ourselves and the thoughts we're having in our brain and all of that affects how we show up for our students and if we really want to be a stellar teacher who's inspiring others and who's teaching, you know, classes in a way where there's a high degree of connection with our students. We want to have our house in order. We want to show up powerfully, authentically, and in a way that is inspiring to other people. And so all of what we're going to talk about in this uh, episode here is going to, what I hope it will do is it will give you inspiration so that you can show up in that way, not just for your students, but for yourself, for your family, for your community, because, you know, that's all of what makes you, you. So, Starting out, of course, I want to just reiterate, happy new year, happy new year. And I'm wishing all the best for you in the coming year. And I want to start out this episode by giving you three things you can do right now, three things you can do right now at the beginning of the year. And I really want you to do this. This week. I don't, and you know, God knows, I don't know when you're listening to this episode. If you are listening to this episode in January of 2023, please do this before January is done because all of these three things have much more of a powerful effect when you do them in the beginning of the year. So, number one, I want you to write a future letter to yourself. I actually did this the other day and I typed it on a typewriter because a couple months ago, I bought a typewriter because it was on my manifestation list for 2022. I found this lovely older couple who um, the wife's sister had passed away. She had a perfect Smith Corona typewriter. I grew up with a mother who typed, she had a Smith Corona. She gave it away so I couldn't take hers, but I found one from this uh, couple, local couple. And I absolutely love typing on this. I type out journal entries. I type out different things that I'm reading. I just kind of freeform type different thoughts. And I typed out this thing that I want you to do. And you can write it on your computer. You can write it by hand. It's a future letter to yourself. And the basic framing for this is you're going to write a letter and date it December 31st, 2023. And this is Basically, um, I don't necessarily know if it's grounded in neuroscience. I don't want to misstate that. It's it's what is normally referred to, uh, and I even think maybe in, in neurolinguistic programming, it's referred to as future pacing. You're writing something as if it were the end of this year. And by this year, I mean 2023. And you're writing it as a letter to yourself, like a journal entry, writing down all the things that happened to you. And I don't mean happened to you like you were a victim. I mean, all the things that you were at cause to create. So I wrote my letter and I wrote about all the things I achieved in my business. I wrote down revenue goals that I achieved. I wrote down personal things that I wanted to do, places I wanted to travel. I had such a great time when I traveled to Italy. I loved London. Paris was amazing. I just wrote out all of these things. I also had some other thoughts about business initiatives that I'm going to be undertaking that I don't want to share with you quite yet. And I wrote about those and I wrote about the success of those business initiatives. So I went on and on and got into lots of detail about how I felt because I achieved these goals, how I felt when I was in Paris, how I felt when I hit this particular revenue goal in my business, over $100,000. I just wrote and wrote and wrote. And then I took the letter and I folded it up and I put it in the drawer with my socks and things that I get, uh, go to every day because I want to see this letter every day as a reminder of all of what I'm going to accomplish. And, you know, one of my business mentors, James Wedmore, he talks about this this paradigm of when you order something or kind of this metaphor, when you order something from Amazon, you order it and you know it's coming. And you just order it. You don't wonder if the thing's coming. You don't wait for it to come. You know it's coming and you have faith it's coming and it comes. It arrives on your doorstep and you have the thing you ordered. And what would be possible for you if you had that same perspective on the desires and the goals and the wishes that you have in your life? And so that's in part what's behind the power of writing this letter is that you're writing this letter as if it's a done fucking deal. It's a done fucking deal. These things are going to be done. They're not maybe going to get done or sort of going to get done or, you know, they're going to get done. And that's the, the not tenacity, that's the confidence behind all of what you're going to write. So do that. Number two, make, a uh, vision board. Do you remember vision boards? Did you ever do vision boards when you were in high school where you got a bunch of magazines? Remember magazines? <laughs> remember we used to read magazines when you would get a bunch of magazines and cut out pictures and you would paste them on like a piece of oak tag or something. Remember oak tag poster board that you bought at CVS in the aisle with the glitter and the post-it notes? And you would hang it in your room. Like, I did this. Did you do this? I did this and I absolutely did loved it. It was so inspiring for me to do. And I'd buy like Glamour and Vogue and, you know, travel magazines and cooking magazines and gardening magazines. And I would just go crazy cutting out, you know, things and pasting it on this, on this poster board. And throughout the year, I would have it in my room and it would just keep reminding me of the things I wanted to do. This is even more powerful as an adult, because as an adult, we constantly Put our thoughts and desires to the side. We put them to the side for other people in our life. We put them in the side because to the side because we're afraid. We put them to us to the side because we don't think we have the money. Oh my goodness, the money, the money, the money, the hang-ups people have about money is just mind blowing. It's just mind blowing, and I'm speaking to myself here. A friend. I'm speaking to myself as someone who shook off money limiting beliefs finally this year. More on that in a moment. For right now, let's go back to the vision board. So, did you know that you can order on Amazon vision board supplies? You no longer need to do it the old school way by buying magazines and a piece of cart poster board from CVS. You can buy vision board supplies. It's a thing. You could even make vision boards on your iPhone with an app, which I would not recommend. I think the tangible um, process is much more powerful. Um, if you're more into the Pinteresty type of thing, do it. I found an app the other day that you can use to build uh, a vision board. Go on TikTok and search hashtag vision board. You're gonna see a whole bunch of people who will guide you into the process. I don't really think it needs a lot of guiding. You pretty much know what you're going to do, right? You're going to get these supplies on Amazon. You're going to sit there and see what inspires you. You're going to cut things out, paste them on a board, and and think about what are the things that are most that you're most attracted to. These are going to be not so much your guiding principles, but they're going to be the the goals that you set for yourself throughout the year and the things that keep you on track and keep you inspired and keep you focused so that it doesn't get to be September, October of 2023. And you're like, oh, I never got that trip planned or I never um, was able to um, get that class started or start that program for women in my community, whatever it is. There are going to be so many things that come to your mind when you go through the magazines or whatever. I'm not sure I'm winning for my supplies tomorrow. This book of images that you're going to get, and it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. I'm going to have a big vision board crafting party tomorrow, and I'll post what I come up with on Instagram. So check my stories for that. Actually, by the time you're hearing this, you won't be able to check. The story will be gone. Maybe I'll do it as a static post. So that's number two, number three, you're going to make a manifestation list. I did this last week. I got a big piece of post-it note, sticky paper, hung it in my office. And I wrote out the things I want to manifest for this year. Now, if you're, um, a longer time listener to my show, you know, that in 2022, At the beginning of the year, I made a manifestation list. And one of the things on the list I manifested within the first two weeks of the year, and that was my red two-door hardtop Mini Cooper. I hadn't bought a car in almost 20 years. That was the car I wanted as my next car. And I set my sights on it January 1st, 2022. And by like the 15th or the 12th, I had the car. So this shit works and it works Basically in my mind, because it's like you become a master project planner for your life. I love to think of it as manifestation because that to me speaks to my magical side, my spiritual side, my goddess side, my mythical side. And I absolutely believe that you need a blend of the pragmatic project planner and you need a blend of the mystical, magical, world of possibility to blend in together. And out of those two things, blending, you will get amazing results. But if you decide to be Nancy negative or Ned negative, if you decide to live in your limiting beliefs, if you decide to live where so many people live, which is in the land of fucking excuses, you will not get shit done. You will not get what you want. So make a choice right now, right? Because here we are at the fork in the road. It's, you know, hopefully you're listening to this beginning of the year. You have a choice. You can continue to live in the land of self-limiting beliefs, or you can make a choice and take another path. And I'm kind of being hard on you because I don't want you to go down that same path. I can have the conviction to speak about this because that's the path I lived on for a long time. Like, even as I was, you know, at some point in the early days of this podcast, that's where I was living. I mean, the change I made to my mindset has been happening over the past several years. It really, really solidified in 2022. In 2022, I it was like chains. I broke free of chains around limiting beliefs around money and limiting beliefs around what is possible for me in my life. And I cannot tell you, it feels like I dropped so much weight, like this big backpack with all these weights in it is gone. And there are just tangible results of that tangible results that I can show both in my business and my personal life and my health and my Attitude, like my attitude more than anything else, is the most positive consistently than it's ever been. And it's because I am steadfast with all of these things that I'm walking you through. So the shit works. Try it. (laughs) So when you make your manifestation list, call it a goals list, call it an intentions list. Don't call it a New Year's resolutions list because it's not a resolution, it's things that you want to do, places you want to go. Things you want to embody, ways of being you want to have, money you want to make, things you want to buy, things you want to create, ways of service you want to be to others. You know, the manifestation list is going to partner with your vision board. So those two things are going to go together. And when you devote the time to creating both of those things, your life this year will be unlike any other year you've had because of what you've done. And I will tell you, I don't know this to be a fact. My guess though, is that less than 10% of the people in the world do this. Maybe that's not a good number. The gist though is I bet not a lot of people do this, despite what you maybe see on TikTok, when you look at it as a percentage of people in the world, because what do most people do? They let their circumstances, They let. What's happening in the moment dictate what happens to them rather than taking the steering wheel and being in charge and living their life at cause. And that's what I want for you. And that's what I want for me. And that's what I've been doing. And that's what I will continue to do because it leads to an amazing life. The next thing, the next most powerful thing you can do, we're going to focus on to up level your year is to change your negative thoughts. I have in this year employed a pattern where whenever I find myself thinking negative thoughts, I immediately say to myself, I'm not going there, or I distract myself with something else, or I exercise, or I eat something, you know, kind of as a distraction, not like not like mindless eating, but, you know, maybe I make myself a cup of tea or I have a, you know, a muffin or something. I don't know. I just do something, you know, I have some fruit. Um, I go for a walk. I take the dog for a walk. I talk to the dog. I hug the dog. Anything to just get myself out of that negative cycle. Negative thoughts get you nowhere. And if there's one thing that we can all relate to, it's having negative thoughts. And it doesn't mean that I don't have negative thoughts It means that when I start, when I notice that I'm in that cycle, when I'm in that moment, when I'm in that mindset, I basically, sometimes I even just say no, no. And I just switch brainwaves. (laughs) So one of the most powerful things you can do to up-level your year this year is to change your negative thoughts. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to have them. It just means that as soon as they come up, you're in charge. You're able to change them and you're going to do that. You're just going to do it. Okay. The most impactful thing you can do for your health right now, especially if you're listening to this in January, 2023 is set all your annual appointments. I have a list. I'm 58. I got a lot of people I see on a proactive basis. I doctor, dentist, OBGYN, endocrinologist, primary care physician, uh, cardiologist. Um, I get my colonoscopies when I need it. And actually in 2023, I will need one. Trying to think of who else. Did I say eye doctor? You know, that's like eight people already. And then God forbid anything comes up, you do the follow-up, you get the mammogram. That's just a standard thing. So do all the things right? Your best defense against illness and sickness and God forbid death is proactive medical care. So just, just do it. Like I know a lot of these things are unpleasant. I just went and had blood work this morning because I'm checking my cholesterol levels regularly. Cause I started taking a cholesterol medication. I have slightly elevated cholesterol. And I can tell you all about that. If you're interested, I'm very into the science around that. Um, But that's the bottom line. Your best defense against disease and death and sickness is, um, is proactive medical care. And, you know, I, I don't really think we have to say much more than that. So do it, make your appointments, you know, especially now you get your COVID boosters, you get your flu shot, all that stuff too. And that is one of the most impactful things you can do for your health. And that doesn't even start to get into exercise and nutrition We're talking just basic, do that as a starting point. The next thing, the most important thing to do for your money is establish a great relationship with it. Oh my God. I remember I listened to Catherine Zanchina's podcast one time years ago. She's manifestation babe. And um, she talked about writing a letter to money as if it was a person in her life. And she did it as a way to to heal her relationship with money because so many people, and I had this, have a broken relationship with their money. They don't pay their bills. They don't pay their bills on time. They ignore bills. They have anxiety around bills. They don't balance their checkbook. They don't know how much money they have in their account. They let their account go in the negative. They don't save money, you know, and on and on and on. All these behaviors avoidance behaviors and we use avoidance behaviors when we don't want to deal with something (laughs) right and usually we don't want to deal with something because it gives us anxiety it gives us fear we don't like it and many times when it comes to money the reason that we have a bad relationship with or an unhealthy relationship with money is because of thoughts that were put into our brain when we were too young to know any better And as the saying goes, your parents did the best job they could do at the time. However, a lot of the thoughts that you have and a lot of the thoughts that I have about money come from the people that raised us. And the way people thought of money in the 30s and 40s and 50s was colored by, and 60s, was colored by their parents and the things that their parents lived through, the Great Depression and on and on. So if any of you like me were raised by people and had a lot of conversations around money is hard to come by, um, you have to work really hard to have money, the only way to make money is to have a nine to five job and all of those thoughts, that was the best that my parents, quite frankly, could offer me at the time. And that was how my behavior around money was shaped. Now, kudos to my mom and dad, because they've really come around over the past several years to my entrepreneurial ways. And they see and are amazed at how it is a sustainable lifestyle from a business perspective to be an entrepreneur. That was growth that they and me both had to go through to switch our money beliefs from what we thought. You know, I worked for 20 years in corporate. I had a six-figure job in corporate. And I had a perception that working a nine-to-five job was the only way I was going to make a sustainable living. And it took a lot of years of questioning. Is that really true? Because I'm seeing a lot of other people who are building sustainable businesses that don't have nine to five jobs. So it must not be true. And see, this is the thing about beliefs, my friend. We live in our mind of what we believe to be true. And sometimes we have to look outside of us to look for proof that what we're thinking isn't true. You know, so a lot of times, you know, sometimes I see on TikTok, these videos, these, they just break your heart. Someone's on TikTok and they're very upset because, you know, someone told them something negative about themselves. And then there's all these comments. We love you. You're awesome. Don't let that person get you down. And so there it is. There's that person in their perception of what they think about themselves, but now they're getting all this feedback that's positive and it can hopefully shake that rigid perception and belief they have about themselves. I'm not worth it. I'm not pretty. I'm not successful, whatever it is, because they're seeing this other feedback to the contrary. So, you know, again, our relationship with money, your relationship with money, my relationship with money shapes so much. When I think about how many things in my life I could have done, but I didn't do, because I said the thing that I hear from yoga teachers all the time. I don't have the money. (laughs) And I think of how I could have fast forwarded so many things in my life that I wanted, that I wanted to be, that I wanted to do, that I wanted to do in my business. If I would have believed in myself at the time and invested in myself at the time with money that I either borrowed or money that I put on a credit card and had faith that I would pay it off. And believe me, I'm not the kind of person that likes to have credit card debt. And I am not saying go out and buy a bunch of Gucci bags and go on a bunch of trips and just put it on your credit card willy nilly. What I am saying though is see if you, if this applies to you, can release the fear of having debt when it relates to improving yourself. You know, no one ever said don't go to college and have college debt. But all of a sudden, when it comes to investing in programs, to improve how you teach yoga, to up-level your yoga teaching capabilities, to give you more confidence, to help you to help you earn more money. When it comes to all that kind of stuff, all of a sudden people are like, I don't want to have any debt. Well, when you were thinking about going to college, you didn't worry about it then because you knew that college was something that was going to improve your earning capabilities, improve your life, improve the you know, quality of jobs you could get but somehow, and this may not apply to you, but it definitely applied to me. Somehow I thought, well, wh- I'm not gonna invest in a coach. That's just throwaway money. That's just nice to have money. I need to quote, have that money in order to do that. No, the whole reason to invest in a coach is to improve yourself and to, to improve yourself, to move yourself to a different way of being. And to do that, it requires that you have faith that that is gonna come back to you. I really hope you can see this because if you can embrace this, this will change your 2023 because you'll no longer have the fear of debt when it comes to educational self-growth, personal growth debt. That debt is investment. It's not debt like buying a bunch of shit. It's investment you're making in your life to improve yourself And that's good debt to have and you will pay that off just like I pay off. I pay off my credit card debt. The money I've invested in myself, I pay that off. I love paying that off. I love paying that off. And in fact, I'll give you a little money tip here. Don't just pay your credit card once a month, pay your credit card throughout the month by calling in and making several payments throughout the month. Because what happens is the interest is charged based on the balance you have. So if you're paying your credit card debt off various times throughout the month, instead of one monthly payment, your interest will be less, that's a little tip. All right, so the next thing, the quickest way to improve your experience of life is to stop using negative language. Oh my goodness. I'm in this Facebook group with yoga teachers. Everybody is negative. I'm afraid. I'm worried. I'm overwhelmed. I don't understand. I can't do this. I can't do that. It's like, oh my God, people, you're adults. (laughs) This is so sad. This breaks my heart. I'm even in a business coaching group and people are using that kind of negative language. I don't think I'm worth it. I don't know that I can. And believe me, I have compassion because I used to be there. I don't say those things anymore. I don't say I'm overwhelmed. I never say I'm struggling. Matter of fact, I was on a group coaching call with a bunch of entrepreneurs the other day. And one of them said to me, well, why don't you tell us what you're struggling with right now? And I said, I'm not struggling with anything. And she goes, oh, okay. I said, I have some questions, but I'm not struggling with anything. I'm like, come on, people. We're in this group where we're supposed to be up-leveling ourselves. Why the hell would you ask me if I'm struggling with something? I mean, this is what I mean about how ingrained in our culture, this kind of negative talk is and how I notice with yoga teachers, there's this kind of like hive mentality. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're struggling. Oh, let me help you. You know, just all of this, like kind of feeding into that. No, one of the best things you can do to improve your 2023 is to throw away all negative language, especially as it relates to yourself. So as soon as you say, I am X, I am overwhelmed, I am struggling, I am confused, I am stuck, any of those things, no, no, don't even say them. And it's really interesting when you start to build your awareness around saying these things, you'll hear yourself and you'll find yourself in conversation You'll say, Oh, I'm really struck. No, I mean, I'm looking for other ways to do this. You know, you'll catch yourself. And it's a wonderful thing when that starts happening, because then you know you're on the right track to changing that behavior. And over a period of a couple months, you'll drop all that negative talk. And then you'll start to gently suggest to your friends and your family and colleagues and whoever else you run into that they stop using that language as well. And that will be your gift to them the most the next thing the most powerful thing you can do to improve your teaching this year is to keep it simple keep it simple oh my goodness that does not mean teaching simple classes it does mean using essential action cues using sequences that offer fundamental sequencing functional movement you know using um uh, cues that really speak to the nervous system, getting rid of all the readings and all the breath cues and the complex poses and the complex sequencing and the multiple things on one leg and music and practicing with your class, all of those things, just leave them to the side, go into your class, use action cues, teach a consistent sequence that has fundamental poses in it and stay off your yoga mat and just see your students. And honestly, my friend, if that is the main focus for the 365 days of your year and the days within that year that you teach, my expectation for you is that you will come out of next year by the end of But I'm sorry, by the end of 2023, you will have up-leveled your teaching exponentially. You will be more confident. You will be more clear. You will have built better connection. And it really takes, I'm not going to lie to you. It takes staying the course because you're going to be on social media like me, and you're going to see all these little shiny objects. Oh, I can use this song or, oh, I can teach this sequence or, oh, I can watch this YouTube person for inspiration. Oh, I can use these cues. And what I'm suggesting to you is that you stay on this track. Now, does that mean that you don't occasionally share anatomy-based cues or alignment cues or feeling-based cues? Of course not. However, I will say one caveat, don't use any anatomy cues unless you know what you're talking about because that's, that's just disingenuous. That's being out of integrity. You need to understand anatomy-based cues before you use them. If you can't answer a question about the cue you're sharing, you shouldn't be using that cue. I don't care what it is, squeeze your glutes, roll the inner eyes of the elbows forward, drop your shoulder blades, engage your core, Uddiyana Bandha, none of that, none of that should cross your lips if you can't explain why you're saying it, if you can't explain the mechanics behind it. That's where the confidence comes from. It comes from saying what you know, it doesn't come from saying what you've memorized. So those are my key things for myself, my suggestions to you. I hope that you found some inspiration in this episode to guide you to having 2023 be the best, most amazing, profitable, healthy, enjoyable, joyful, prosperous, abundant year. And as one final note, I'm going to give a shout out maybe to you because I am looking for five yoga teachers, five yoga teachers who are listening to this episode who are ready right now to invest in themselves so that they're teaching in 2023, so that they as a teacher in 2023 can be the most authentic, the most powerful, the most authentic teacher. So if you're listening to this, And you're ready right now to invest in yourself and join me inside my program. I want you to DM me on Instagram. I'm ready now. I listened to your podcast and I'm ready now. Something about the podcast. I'm ready now. Listen to the podcast give me the details and I'll give you the details about my program and how you can get started right now. And I'll even add in a little incentive for you. So with that, we'll close out this first episode of 2023. Happy new year. And I can't wait to keep having these conversations with you here on the podcast as the year progresses. See you soon. Hi there. Thank you so much for listening to this latest episode. And thank you so much for being part of my community and for spending some time with me here on the show. I wanted to wrap up this episode with just a quick note. I have a brand new recorded workshop workshop page And I'm really excited to offer you an opportunity to watch recorded workshops whenever you want. I have the first installment of a workshop on the page on the website, and it is a short workshop all about how to give effective cues. And so all you need to do to watch this free workshop is go to my website, barebonesyoga.com, and you'll see the listing in the dropdown for recorded workshops. When you click that page, you'll see on that page the link to sign up to watch that recorded workshop. I'll be adding more workshops in the future to this page. And it's a way that you can access educational and growth information for teachers without having to make a workshop at a particular time. I love to get together with teachers live, both in person and, of course, online, which is where I'm doing most of my interaction with teachers right now. However, I appreciate that sometimes people can't make a workshop or the time doesn't work for them or they're in a different time zone. So I want you to know that this page can be a resource for you so that as you're out there and you have questions about different things or you have maybe a half an hour or 45 minutes that you want to devote to your continuing education as a teacher, you can just go to my website, pull up this Recorded Workshops page, and there will be resources there for you to take a look at. All of the workshops that I share are all designed at number one, giving you information and number two, giving you the skills that come from getting that information. It doesn't do you any good if I'm just giving you information on anatomy. If I don't show you how you can use it in your teaching to grow as a teacher, to grow your impact, then it's really not very useful. So all my workshops will have that dual focus sharing a little bit, and then showing you how to apply it. So I hope you'll check that out. If you have any questions or feedback, definitely let me know. Just send me an email, karen at Thank you so much for listening to the show. And I look forward to hearing from you. Namaste.